there's one player on our team who was untrustworthy when it came to playing cards. It was scam. I call him out every time. That's kind of crazy. I would never say his name publicly. For sure. Obi Toppin. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of The Roommates. Um, we started this podcast because we just got a lot of crazy stories, hot takes, stuff on our mind. Um, you know, the vibes are always immaculate, so we're going to get into it. Did you ask Jalen if you could say the vibes are immaculate? Because I, I think he's the trademark uh, holder of that. I mean, part owner of the podcast, so I think he should. True. You know. No conflict of interest. I just want to make sure we don't get ourselves any hot water here. <laughs> nah, we should be solid. But we have, um, it's dope because obviously we're just starting this podcast, but we have um, known each other for years. Uh, me and Matt go back since high school. We play basketball together. We play basketball at Carnegie Mellon. Um, I lived with them for my junior year, um, halfway through my senior year. And we've been close ever since. We lived together in L.A. when I was a Laker, and you were uh, you were out of L.A. doing your thing. Um, so it's it's what known each other for since twenty eleven, twenty ten. Yeah, yeah, it's about fourteen years. Um, obviously, we were teammates. And I would say I really didn't get to know you until our sophomore year. Yeah. Because I hated you um, coming in. He's Josh is two years above you. Josh is two years above me. He, um, I would say, yeah, Josh was to himself. Josh didn't really like to talk to people. He was, um, I don't like freshmen. It's you're pretty outgoing now. I'm cool. You you were someone you bought into the hazing. You're like, nah, I just didn't. I I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really care much about him. He's not a. He's not a people person. Yeah. yeah. How is he with rookies now? We don't have we any. We don't have rookies. True. Yeah. We don't have, we don't have any. any. True. But I don't know. Josh just feels like he needs to kind of walk around and puff his chest <laughs> wherever no. he is. So I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like him to to start. Ha- it was. It honestly really wasn't because of him. It was because of his dad, right? <laughs> Interesting. So if if y'all don't know Rick, Rick wants to come off as like the um trying to mind my words. Um, <laughs> he's a person who's very closed off. Yeah, okay. he's a person who's very closed off. And then once you get to know him, he's one of the one of the. He's a clown. Yes, he's a clown. He, he's a great dude. Um, so obviously highly recruited. So he, he comes uh, on the visit, meet Rick. Rick, hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> so I'm just like, oh man, like forget this guy. And then you, I got to see a little bit of the personality on the visit. Yeah. But I was just like, I'm still, I'm still not fooling with dude. Um, and then uh, took Vill- a year. I feel like Villanova. Because were you McDonald's all American? Yes. Ba, 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 ba. Yes, I was. You don't know, but for you, a while, wasn't you know the answer to that question? Were you You cracked the top one hundred. No, I, I told him I didn't want to do oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, w- I was more of a. He management. went to McDonald's on the All American Game Day. Just yeah. yeah. Not that. He went to yeah. all, all the McDonald's. I was honestly I was a big Burger King guy <laughs> growing up, so um, I just I, felt weird. I was gonna say, I mean. Villanova, for the most part, until you wasn't really. I mean, most of the guys that they were getting were like four-star guys, right? Top. You, you and Chris were like, you know, similar. So was it was it any was that any part of it? Like this guy comes in, you know, top twenty-five recruit, five-star recruit. Um, he's not gonna the Villanova, you know, attitude. I think probably a little bit of it was. Um, but it's just weird because like you just you never know how how things are gonna go. Like as you know in college. So many times people come in, they don't buy in, they transfer after like a year or so, especially now. So, yeah, I just, I had to have some like battles with him to be like, I right, like this dude is, he he's all in. Cause like, I'm thinking like, I right, this dude is just coming here for a quick cup of coffee and he's, he's dipping out. So I'm like, 
you don't want him to mess up stuff that y'all got going on. You know what I mean? I heard you had battles with everyone, not just Jalen. Is that Jalen? Is that you confirm or deny? I can confirm. <laughs> I can confirm one thousand percent. Josh is the type of person to kind of. He's like a dog. He sees red. Yeah, he's like a dog. He has to like claim his territory. <laughs> he like. He was a bully to Mikhail. Poor Mikhail. He bullied me. Broke D Ray's sternum. Um, you broke <laughs> Daryl's sternum. I felt so bad after you that. You did break Daryl's sternum. Um. You tortured Ryan. You didn't really bully Ryan because Ryan was older than you, so yeah. he had he had that on on you. But you tortured him. You made his life hell. You did. The whenever, only guys that when, no. Whenever something happened and we had to like coach had to basically tell us about our character as a team, it was always about you. Mm. That is a fact. I think I realized because like just going down the list, like I got into scuffles with like Tay Mikel. Dylan Ennis, Daniel Chafu, you. Um, I didn't really get in any with Chris. Daryl, not really. Um, but when I knew I'm like, I right, maybe I'm kind of bugging it a little bit, was um, I forgot something happened. And I started like, like I like pushed him or I like was snapping at Javon. And... Uh, I'm not sure what happened. I probably got like hit with like an accidental elbow or something. And for y'all that don't know Javon, Javon, great dude, um, loyal to a T, played at Nova for four years, but six six, um, probably like two sixty, two seventy. Um, but he used to box when when he was uh growing up. So he had hands. Um <laughs> And there's some stories, but I can't say it on here, um, that he ha- he has certified hands. And I got into it with him because I, like, you know, something accidental. And in the back of my mind, after, like, it calmed down, it wasn't nothing. It was probably, like, a little pushing match, and I, like, said something to him or whatever. And then uh, in the back, after it calmed down, I'm like, fuck am I thinking? <laughs> this dude will whoop my ass. Uh, that's point is really yeah. Bad. So that I was like, you know really what? Bad. This might be a little bit. Something wrong there, but now you're all around good guy. Yeah, now no. I'm just now that's no. that's a front. He's the same dude, absolutely the same dude. You've changed a little bit. Yeah, like not you, as much. I'm not as hostile. Not, you're not as hostile, but yeah. you have your moments. Yeah, I have moments. You have moments. So bringing it back to today, like what what can what can fans expect from the pod? What are we? You know, what do you guys want to? What do you guys want to cover? Why did you want to do it in the first place? Like, what's what? What can we expect? I would say the one thing I want to do, I kind of. With me and him, I think we kind of, we go hand in hand. Like, the one thing I realized over the past couple of years is like, we feed off each other really well. And so, um, to kind of talk about past things that we went through, um, things that we're going through, all that stuff, like, we find a way to kind of evolve as people and as players, but also know when to like crack jokes on each other, have fun. Um, bring other people in around us to kind of make them feel a part of it. Um, I don't know. I feel like we got some good content. And so for sure we find, we find ways. Yeah. Uh, um, I think the biggest thing with us is like, obviously you see us only time you really ever see us is on the court or you see us, you know, doing post game interviews or we just, well, I'm more joking around and yeah, just trying to be professional. Um, but that's really all you get to see. And then obviously just, you know, Instagram stories and stuff like that. So, um, you know, for us, it's always, you never really see the, the people side of it, the person side. And, um, I think we got a, a, a great friendship, great vibe, obviously, um, you know, with you also. So it was just something that, you know, we want people to get to know us for, you know, us and yeah. not just Jalen Brunson, the all-star, you know, should be MVP candidate, me, the guy that flies in for rebounds, you know, and yells at refs, you know, <laughs> et cetera. So, you know what I mean? JB, was any, uh, when you heard about this opportunity, was any part of you nervous to share a mic with Josh? Yes. Because I feel like in the postgame interviews, you know, the Knicks PR can always escort him out, but this is his house. I would say, yes, this is his house. I would say... Whenever Josh is around, I kind of have to be like on my toes, because <laughs> you're a loose cannon. 
Unfiltered. Uh, whenever me and Josh are kind of like in the same room or whatever, there's nothing serious going on. Obviously, until we step into those lines, like then we're we're, mm-hmm. we're playing, we're good. But um, there'll be times that he's probably pissed off and like not in the mood. And I find somehow some way to make him laugh because I know that that's the only way. I'm the only person in the room that can do that. Yep. And there was times I'm trying to be serious, and like Josh will see that he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna mess with Jalen today." So um, I don't know. We, I th- I'm always scared when he's around because he can say whatever he wants, whenever he wants, <laughs> and not care at yeah. all. Yeah, and he's sort of like you've you've kind of branded yourself as that, so no one really, no one really gets mad. Yeah, no one really gets mad, and no one really, honestly, no one really seems to care. One actually, one I think it was Fred Fred Katz, uh, one of our uh, beat writers, and he he looked at me and pregame a couple of days ago, and was like, I think. You're the only guy who's super vocal about, um, you know, not being happy playing like, you know, a different position or whatever, or just like being cranky about something. And genuinely, nobody cares. Like, no one gives you the time of day. <laughs> Why is that? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think maybe because when a lot of other people do it, it's, oh, they're a problem. Or, is it because you go out and you hustle and you play really, really hard? I'll answer that for you. Josh is the type of person to complain about everything he's doing and then go out and do exactly what he's complaining about at 110%. Right. 17 boards. Yeah. He he just, he finds something to complain about, but the thing he's (laughs) complaining about, he's really good at. So I I just don't get it. It was, it was, um, they got to study, bro. Someone, someone tweeted, I think I tweeted my, Shannon showed me my wife, and I tweeted back at the person, and the person was like, I feel like this dude complains when he plays too much. He plays too little. If he gets the ball, if he doesn't get the ball, if he shoots well, if he doesn't shoot well. And I was like, you know, she looked at me. She was like, yo, this person has you down to a T. So I'm just like, you know what? Maybe I just need to just shut up and just keep it moving. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm still going to complain about, you know, every, you know, everything – under the sun. And now you got a fucking podcast to do it on. Exactly. So now I can't, you know, I'm trying to be a little bit, you know, better in terms of the filter and, you know, not cursing too much. Obviously, I got kids now, so I don't want them walking around, <laughs> walking around the house cursing and that. So um, I'm working on it. Speaking of which, I think we, we got we got a first word recently, right? Yeah. Hayes is saying data. Apparently, Hendrick said data like. 45 minutes ago, no, I wasn't there. No, nah, no one. They like me better, honestly. Um, so, Hayes for sure. Because they don't see you as much. That's why I like you better. I got I got to put food on the table. <laughs> got to put food, you know. I pop in here and there, you know. Say hi, give them a kiss. Mwah, and keep moving. Have you seen, uh, have you noticed a change in Josh since he became a dad? Or no? Same old. Um, He's the same. He's the same. I feel Josh comes straight home. He's always like, I got. I want to go see my kids, whatever, whatever. But um, he's the same person, same exact person, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, if there's one thing they'll say about you, it's that you, it's that you're, you stay true. All right, guys. So in this segment, um, it's called Picks of Me Scrolling. So we're going to look at the tweets um, from the last week, our tweets or tweets about us. And um, we're just going to react to them. So I don't think we've seen any of these yet. So these are actually what you what you see is our actual reaction to them. So that's some fun. Oh. Oh, my God. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, I figured it. I, I mean, figured this one, the breast milk one. What would you say if I told you that there was actually some footage out there that hasn't surfaced of a, of a, of a taste test? I believe of a blind it. taste test. I believe it, because you may have footage, but I got screenshots. Yeah. First off, we had great engagement on these tweets. Great engagement. 4.3 million, million views. views. Yeah. 4.3. Yeah. Um, yeah, Josh. Yeah, so I tweeted, um, have y'all ever tasted y'all significant other's breast milk asking for a friend? And I said, nah, bro, no bullshit, delete my number. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
Every new parent has wondered this. If, if they, they might not have tried it, but they've at least wondered what it tastes like. And, <laughs> you know, if you get it from the source, you know, that might, might uh, you know, change your thinking on it. So. Josh's poor wife is sitting here in studio just rolling her eyes. Yeah. She is Ooh. smiling ear to ear. What are you talking about? <laughs> Good fit. Tough fit. All right, bro. Hey. All right. Oh, wow. Immaculate fit, boy. I'm, this is obviously hilarious. <laughs> I think that was my bar mitzvah fit. Because if, <laughs> if we're being completely honest, everyone says this is a draft day fit, right? Yeah. Where were we on draft day, Josh? Yeah, no, that was... Uh, Where were we? We were at... We were in the in somewhere in Jersey at that restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, we that Burberry shirt. So I wasn't... Yeah, Burberry shirt, you yeah. got me. Yeah. My dog. Bro. Appreciate you. Um... Yeah, this wasn't draft day. That was that was actually at Villanova. That was our Villanova fit. Wait, actually, I don't think that was at Villanova because I'm wearing a, a. Oh, the NBA. It's probably NBA. NBA it's probably Villanova suit. Probably I, Villanova I definitely suit. have that same suit. Yeah, it was. Not I, draft I probably day. burned it, but it was not draft day at all. Next one. This is Josh's Aaron. <laughs> Aaron pass out of bounds. Lord, you. See. If you just look at all three of us, because I and look, all three of us, he looked back. Tay says something, JB says something to me. We all just look at each other. We're like, bro, what? <laughs> because bro, I, I was trying to look off whoever it was. And even Tibbs was like, yeah, bro. Like, look, I, I knew I had Tay in the corner. But it wasn't even remotely close. It wasn't close. I don't know what happened. I just. But that happens every like you, five games. If you look at my reaction, bro, I'm. I'm honestly. And then you I'm start like, like wow. you do this thing where like, you start touching your hands. You're just like, ah, ah, ah it's the hands. You know, <laughs> the working hands, I got to like, you know, I didn't have a good, good grip. Okay. So, uh, ah, yeah. But hey, somebody was open. It was a nice souvenir. You know, I try to get a souvenir for the fans. There you go. You know what I mean? Just try to be a man of the people. Someone said they mixed up their own Pokemon <laughs> Evolution tree. <laughs> and, and this is perfect because like, bro, like you have evil Dante, regular Dante, and then you have, you know, big heart, which is. I would say Isaiah's the outlier in here. I don't think he belongs in this. No, nah, not really. Dante and Evil Dante. And Malachi. Stop calling him Evil Dante. <laughs> and Malachi looked like Mario and Wario. Yeah. Just evil twins. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> ah, I was ah. close. I was close. <laughs> I was close. Okay. He's <laughs> ah. I was close. Next one, I'm not in the Osage Jail or tweet this picture of a crying stone shred. Wait, when did you when did you tweet that out? And why? I tweeted that out. First of all, <laughs> are, those, are those your eyes? <laughs> those are not my eyes. So basically, um, I tweeted that because he's clearly like smiling through the pain. Yeah. This is right after the Eagles lost. Uh, okay. Right after the Eagles lost. So you were nine and no. Maybe tweet that again. Hopefully we can get another yeah, nine game. Now we're nine and one. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the Eagles. Shout out to my birds. Trash ass. Okay. The extra <laughs> extra, extra read all, all about it. <laughs> uh second one, Tyrese looks like he uh belongs in Hogwarts. Um the third one, I saw someone tweet say it looks like two little kids trying to get into a rated <laughs> R movie. <laughs> I I will say, out of all these fits, all of them are Tyrese probably has the worst fits, um, but I, I actually really do like that sweater, I will say. It's a nice the, sweater. The sweater is a really nice one, but he has, the funniest thing about it is we have a group chat with Tyrese, us two, and Mikel from yeah, from USAB, and we were all were FaceTiming after that the first fit, and he proceeded to... A, a hundred go, hats. Yeah, to go on a five-minute span of showing us all the hats that he has, so... This this is the beginning. Y'all about to see some some, some wild some, fits. Yeah. Wild headwear. It's it's gonna be gonna be epic. Jalen Brunson was asked what Josh Hart brings to the starting lineup. His response, cardio. Not made threes, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Not made three. Oh, you, you made one last night. Made two. Well, yeah. Congratulations more Thank than me. You. Um I'm not gonna lie. I'd be, I mean, I'd be, I'd be fucking running. I'd be tired. How many minutes you play last night? 
42. You play like 45. Tibbs played me 40 again. Boy, you know, we going to box. And here comes the complaining. <laughs> and, um, we going to yeah, box. He's going to get and 25. Nothing. He's going to complain again. He's, he's going to go back up to 40. Yeah, he just, there's no one to stop, man. Nope. No. I used to play around with my comfort, wearing underwear that was chafing, not comfortable. And I know y'all did too. Now, I only wear Tommy John's breathable, lightweight, moisture wicking fabric. Go get y'all some. I maximized my body's comfort level years ago by switching to Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. This year, you should too. Here's why. With 20 million pairs sold, you have to try a pair of Tommy John for yourself. Personally, I gotta have the comfort. Shop Tommy John and get 20% off your first order right now at tommyjohn.com slash roomies. What do you say we get in some questions from the fans? Yeah. Let's do it. Who's I got? This one is for Jalen. What age did you start cooking your pops on 101? My dad's a hack. <laughs> I feel like that cooking last part him? wasn't necessary. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah. There was no was reason. Personal. We could have left it at the like, question mark. Yeah, that was personal. <laughs> I would say cooking him. 17, 18, 19, those years. I want my first one when I was like 16. Mm. But then we stopped playing when I was went to school, went to college, and then um, we played like one more time after my rookie year. And then that's when we like we stopped. But uh, but yeah, I would say between 17, 18, 19, I had a run where I'm like whooping his ass, feeling real good about myself. <laughs> I'm really good about myself. The worst gambling loss beat you've ever had. What's the worst gambling loss beat you ever had? Um, I don't know. Um, for y'all that don't know me, I'm um, football season. I got parlays going every Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Um. Worst beat? I don't know. There was a couple times where I needed, like, McCaffrey to get, like, 60 yards. One game he had 56 and got hurt midway through the third. Didn't win. Um, one of the Packers wide receivers uh, got hurt. I needed to have, I think it was 40 yards. He had 37, and he got hurt. And it was all in the first. He got hurt, didn't play the second half. So, um, right now, those are probably my worst you know, I'm definitely in a hole, but um, <laughs> Super Bowl, Super Bowl's coming. I'm gonna have some big bets going on there, so stay tuned to that one. Your Josh, what was going through your mind when Harden hit himself with the ball in his uh, in the head? It's gonna follow you throughout your yeah. Whole it's career. gonna follow me all the time, bro. Because, but like, and you love it. I was just uh, at first, I was just kind of lost because I was just like, why? I didn't know why he was so mad. Because, <laughs> like, you know, like, obviously, I think I was trying not to foul. I think he ended up, like, losing the ball, didn't get a shot off. Then he, you know, slammed it and accidentally hit himself. And, but I was, I was like, I'm like, bro, you're, like, and this is prime James Harden. I'm like, bro, you're, you're going to, like, you're scoring 50 at will. I'm like, bro, it's, it's just one three. Yeah, like, like, life's pretty good. Yeah, I'm mean, like, bro, you, you probably at this point, it's halftime. You and, you know, he's baked me a very decent amount. So I'm like, you probably already have 25. You know, no difference between 25 and 28. So I, I was honestly, I was just kind of kind of lost with that one. <laughs> Who's the Who's best? better dancer, Josh or Jalen? Uh, you, probably. You probably have, you have better rhythm. Yeah, my mom cursed me with that one. I don't um, really have great you, rhythm. You, you, you were kind of getting after it at your wedding. You had your shirt I off, was, shirt unbuttoned. I was blitzed. I was dog. I was so drunk. <laughs> Great night though. Great night. Uh, what percentage of the NBA could you beat in a fight? I don't know. Honestly, no. Nobody wants to fight. No one wants to fight. Everyone everybody wants just wants to bark. Vibe. All bark, no yeah. bite. Everyone wants to just vibe. Get paid. I can beat Ryan up. Ooh, I'd beat the shit out Ryan. I can beat TJ McCollin up. Ooh. <laughs> TJ is one of those guys. I feel like, like you're not like you can't just win. Like you gotta, you gotta kill him. Like he's not gonna there's stop. Something wrong with you, bro. No, but I'm saying like yeah. he's not gonna stop. Like he's like, like on the court, he's like you, a pest. Like 
You know what I mean? Like he'll turn the ball over, then he'll pick you up ninety, like ninety four feet. Like he does it all the time. So I feel like fighting, like he's not gonna stop. Like he's, like you just gotta. You have legit issues. Put him down. Like legit. I'm so happy that they're seeing this. That's what I would say. Let me. Can I amend this question slightly? If you're about to walk down a dark alley, who are the three NBA players you want by James your side? Johnson. James Johnson. Fact, black that's my guy. James the fact Johnson. that you guys said that so quick in unison. James Johnson. James Johnson pack your ass up real quick. Who um, That's in the league right now. Um, I would say this. We, we've all seen the mad. Julius Randle. Ooh, True. Juju. We've all seen him mad. I'm taking Funaki Paya. Steven Adams. I'm taking yeah. Steve-O. Because Steve-O, like, dog, this dude, he, he's one of the strongest people I've I've ever I've ever witnessed. So it's like, he's not even going to, like, like whoop your ass. Like, he's just going to, like, like, you're just not going to be able to do anything to him. Like, it's. I would have said Boban, but we all witnessed him get killed with a book. Yeah, no, no. So that's, no that's that's not what about, what about so no, Bobby Portis? Ooh, Bobby Portis is a very BP is a good one. I would I I never played with Steve Adams, so I don't. As Josh's pick, I would pick Bobby. Yeah, Bobby's a good I'll one. I pick Bobby. Yeah, I'm sorry. But he had a when during the Pacers, he has the look on his face. The, the look, look, the oh look will make God. you run away. Yeah, yeah, Bob, Bob away. Right there. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby's hilarious. Yeah. Dog. And I know you mentioned earlier that having Josh around allows you guys to feed off each other, and it kind of gives the team energy. Do you ever worry about? Is it hard to not come off as like a Villanova like kind of click because there's so many of you guys? Like, is it hard to make it so that other people feel welcome in the in the in the vibe and all that? I would say in the beginning, yeah, yeah. because we had um, it's intimidating if you're another player. We have all those guys in the locker room, but um, but ever since Villan like Villanova, like whenever someone new comes into the locker room, it's always like we welcome them. It's never like I. We're gonna keep you like here until like you conform to us. Like no, like we're gonna welcome you no matter what. And so, when all of us are in the w locker room now, it's it was kind of that feeling in the beginning, maybe. But uh, we literally just try and keep everyone like involved in what we do, what we say, all our conversations. Um, like we don't we don't act like a clique. We really we truly don't even hang out really. Like we. We all kind of go our separate ways, and we see that we do. We'll do some yeah. things, like we'll go to dinners and stuff like that. But um, truly, like we just try. Obviously, we gel to each, towards each other, and we kind of all been through a lot, know know how each other are. But um, we don't really exclude anybody. Like, every, no. like we always talk to like everyone in the locker room. We always say stuff. We always throw conversations out. We keep everyone yeah. involved. It's. It's never really been like a click for us, yeah. mm -mm. and it's it's cool just because like for the guys on the team we have like we have all have like real cool like dope personalities, high character dudes. So it's it's cool. Obviously, we had it um, last year at the beginning of the year, and obviously um, you know we made a trade and our you know sent RJ and and quick you know to Toronto, um, and then we got OG um, Akachua. Uh, and, and and Malachi, um, so we got those guys. So it was, it was cool in terms of you had two dudes who are good locker room guys, good personalities. They, you know, obviously they left, and then you always are a little not worrisome, but you're always like you never know what's gonna happen with the guys coming in. But luckily, um, those dudes kind of. They kind of fit right in in terms of just like the fun, you know, the the fun, uh, loving nature in the locker room. Um, Jalen is a a culture changer. Um, you know, probably one of the best culture changes I ever I ever been around um, for various reasons. Um, His locker room presence. Locker room presence is is great. So he really immediately he felt, uh, you know, he let um, you know Malachi. Uh, you know, Agachua and, and Anna, Anna Badobi, you know, <laughs> he made them feel welcome immediately. And um, that's his, his charm. Can you confirm? I cannot confirm nor deny. So I'm going to leave it at that. Fair enough. <laughs> Feels like the trade's been pretty, like, mutually beneficial. Obviously, RJ got to go home. Mm -hmm. They're both playing great. OG's been super instrumental for you guys. Yeah, and it's like... For me, I always look at trades 
like when people always like always ask like oh what do you think of the trade or whatever i always i i look at it more now as like the business side of it right because i've got traded three times already i have a story about that but so oh man um so you know you look at it rj gets to go home um quick is in a a position now where he's um starting pg um in a position to to get a bag this summer um so I, I look at it that way and then obviously on, on our side obviously we we got a great um an elite defender and an og who can knock down shots um akachua who gives crazy energy rebounds the ball at a high level and then malachi who's coming in and um you know being a solid uh you know, ball handler for us. So, um, you know, it, it's cool because you get to see the business side of it on both on both sides, but you also get the the new relationships and the the fit has been been great. I'll say, one hundred percent. Like, when trades when the trades happen right when they do, I don't think about the business side right away. Yeah. I think about like Art. the personal. So, like, obviously, I have relationships with Quick and RJ and. You know, when the, when that news broke, I was just like, like, damn. Like, when RJ, we were in India, Indiana. Indy. We were in Indiana. And so I'm in downstairs, like, eating breakfast. RJ just comes up to me. He said, hi, bro. I'm going to Toronto. I'm like. Makes it seem like it's like a, like, like, a, like a day trip. We got a game like, tonight. I was like, for what? Like, everything, like, you good? Said, yeah, bro, I'm going to Toronto. I'm like. Was that before the news broke? This is before the news broke. So I'm like, Huh? I'm thinking he's going home for like something, like something happened, and then like, he like hugs me and like says bye to a couple other people and like walks out the room. So then I see like our trainer walk in, I see Anthony walk in, like kind of looking at me with like a weird face. I'm like, oh shit. And then like two minutes later, I see like the woes tweet and everything, and um, it was like, that like made me that like made me sad. Yeah, I don't. Like, it's obviously it's a business and stuff. You can't really get wrapped up in that, but it's hard when you build relationships with these guys and you enjoy playing with everybody and like you have this camaraderie. For so, sure. Um, he didn't. He didn't say goodbye to me. I was just looking. They you were asleep, probably. They didn't even text me back. I said, t- send him a nice text. Love y'all, boys. Nothing. 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 Blue bubbles. Nathan. I, I did see quick after, so I'll give him a pass. But yeah, it looks ours. like our our text exchanges. You don't ever text. Back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a good texter. Yeah. FaceTime. If you need me, call me. Yeah. Exactly. On the on the thing about trades, though, you make a good point. I mean, obviously, look, NBA players live an awesome life, get to play a game for a living and get paid well to do it. But the speed at with, with which you have to pick up your life and just move to another. I mean, obviously, they're young guys. They don't have families. But imagine they have kids, school. Like, it's you got to be on a plane that night. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I know, you know, just obviously I have kids now, but um just being around other you know other guys in the league that has got traded and that has whole families and all that you know a trade deadline sometimes they don't even bring like they don't even bring their family out because like the kids are in school like you said so it's like sometimes you're away from your from your you know your kids your wife your family for you know several months you know they might come out for a weekend or something like that and so it was there was a lot of a lot of stuff to it that you know people don't realize and you know sometimes a dude struggle you know, after a trade, they're like, yo, why is this dude struggling? This, this is not how it's supposed to be or whatever it is. But you don't realize, you know, everything that you, you know, pick up and move at the drop of a hat. You know what I mean? So it's just, there's a lot to it. But I mean, you know, that's that's a part of the business. I think, you know, trade deadline is, is soon and it's, you know, it, it's hectic all the time. You already, you already have, you know, some trades that go down with, um Sanakum's going to Indiana. Um uh there was just a trade. Funaki uh is going to Houston. Um and you know, it's just you know. All right, so speaking of trades, I don't know if you you definitely remember this, but I don't know if you knew I was gonna bring it up. I was with you when you got traded from the Lakers to the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna tell the story of what happened? Because I think it's kinda crazy. Yeah, so um we had our 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 podcast yeah. before the lighthearted. Um, so we we have Kenneth Freed coming in. We're about to do an episode of the pod, so we do that. Um, and we didn't know until he got <laughs> to the crib that he's like deathly allergic to dogs. So he has King there. I got my my Rot Nova. He saw him and he's like, Yeah, he was like he was like he was like I don't know if I can do this or whatever. 
we were like, you know, we'll keep him outside or whatever. So we go in the room, um, you know, about to try to do the episode. He's like coughing and like wheezing. And then we're like, yeah, like, bro, we can't, we can't do this, this pot, like this yeah. podcast, we can't do the episode. And, um, and we go on, we would go on airplane mode yeah, before so it was every a, episode. Uh, a ble- <laughs> somewhat of a blessing because we would go on airplane mode. Everyone would be on airplane mode. Um, you know, so like, I guess the cell service or whatever, don't mess with the equipment. So, um, that didn't happen. So then I started playing Fortnite. Probably like 20 minutes later, I just hear them in the back like, oh, shit. I'm like, I'm like, got him. I'm like, what, what's happening? And then it's like, I get traded to <laughs> New Orleans. I'm just like, ah, okay. And it was like, you knew it could, you know, it could happen. And my agent at the time, Joe Brands, like, he was, he was keeping me in the loop. Um, but sometimes, like, the trades happen so fast and, you know, it, you know, Woes tries to get the information. Shams tries to get one. You know, if if one gets it and the other one gets wind of it, like they gotta compete to to tweet it out first. So sometimes, like, you don't really get to have that like conversation, whether it's like with your agent or with the front office or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, that was the first time I got traded to. I almost cried. But yeah, I didn't because I was a real one. <laughs> it was close. It was close. Yeah. It was close. So you're going to do one last time. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> uh, oh, dang. Okay, let's do it. Uh, yeah, I was sick. But that was yeah. your, I mean, like you said, it was your first one. Like first one. Now you look back, you're How like, oh, like traded? business. Three. Three. New, LA to New Orleans. New Orleans to Portland. Portland to New York. Hopefully the last time. Yeah, hopefully. <sighs> I, just, I just need a home. Unless, unless I'm just a nomad right now. I'm just vibing, you know. Now <laughs> you want it. Whoever unless, wants me. Unless what? I say unless Jalen ships him out. <laughs> <laughs> At least ship me out somewhere nice. Good weather. Mexico City. The Capitanes. Ah, I don't know about that. I, I I want a good weather city. That's or great weather. It is great weather. You Random question. <laughs> Would you ever like finish your career out? Like say say you're 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 done in the NBA for overseas? Know. Yeah, would you ever finish out in like a pair, like a Real Madrid? Honestly, I've thought pair, about like it. I've, I've talked to Evan Fournier about it, um, but he was just saying like, bro, they they do a lot. Like, I'm not really with all that practicing and training <laughs> camp and all that. Like, especially if I'm 35, I'm hoping I'm done. You know, I'm hoping until I'm 34, 35 in the NBA, and at that point, kids are in school. Like, I think I'm I'm cool. Like, give me like a vet role somewhere. You know. I want to go back to Maryland, so give me like a vet role. If New York doesn't want me, like DC or something, let me figure out everything. Be a a sounding strong voice to the young guys going in, you know. And you remember that the topic that we said earlier about you had some bad influences on your team mm-hmm. earlier. You would not be a sound vet to young kids or young players in the NBA. Why? I feel I feel like I would be. I would be, you know, well-spoken, you just said, high character you guy. Just said, hey, I'm not really with that practicing shit. Yeah, but and you, and you expect all at, the- at 35, you know, overseas because you know they not with you know. How old are you right now? 28, 29? 20. I'm almost 29. Bro, what I tell you, I'm just <laughs> all right. If we're if we're gonna sit here and lie, we might as well just stop the show t- today. <laughs> what? I'm not. No, I I don't think. I think we all know I'm not the best practice player. I think everyone can say that. Not the best or the worst. I feel like there's probably some worse people, right? I just, uh, for me, like I, pr- I I play really hard, so it's like if I try to play really hard and then practice really hard and like I'm not even saying practice really hard. You're saying practice. I just practice. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm out there, and I'm just vibing. You know, I, I have good vibes, you know, and I feel like that's my role. So I feel like I can bring that to, to you know, some youth, you know, some troubled youth, you know, trying to figure out in the league. If a young player comes up to you and says, hey, Josh, like, I'm trying to expand my game and, like, play like you, how would you help that young player do um, such a thing? Play like me? Um, ooh, that's tough. I mean, I, I'll, like... You know, watch film with them, see you know where they could attack, where they could cut. I'll do something like that. If I if I'm a vet right now, nah, probably not. Like, go kick rocks. 
But like when I'm 34, 35, I, w- I would, I'll do that because that would be like why I'll be getting paid. Right now, no. I get paid to he's run gonna around. Have, he's going to have double the money in his account that he has now. He's going to be. He's going to have old older kids he wants to spend time with. Why are you going to? You think you're going to be spending time out of your day watch watching film, film after practice? Before practice, you're going to be out of there. Yes, so because I'm fast, not going to. My kids are going to be older. They're going to be annoying. I'm not going to want to be in the house. Shannon at some point is probably going to yell at me about like. You know, not being there to like drop them off at school or pick them up and you're or something. Like, Babe, so I gotta watch film. Exactly. So I'm gonna wanna. It's my avenue also to get out the house, and you know, be away from that for at least one more year. So sounds like a no brainer. God, he loves the game. We'll see. I, I'm. A, I'm just. I can't wait. I'm we'll just see. passionate about. I, I want to call back. To, hopefully, this podcast goes great. We still. What's going on for another seven years, and we can call back to this clip. Oh, I mean. Hopefully, I, t- I mean, I don't know. I definitely not gonna be practicing at thirty four, thirty five. I'll tell you that. Who, who are the best vets each of you guys have had in your career? Speaking of vets, like if you could be that vet for a young guy, who would it be? I had a couple. Go- I had a couple good vets. My rookie year, I would say I had a lot of vets my rookie year, a lot. And we made a trade halfway through the season or right before the deadline. So then it switched. But like pre pre deadline, it was JJ Brea, um, Harrison Barnes, DeAndre Jordan, Dirk. Oh, you had I, I had Dirk. Me. And then um Wes Matthews. I'm forgetting some others too. Hey, awesome old heads. And then like post deadline is like Courtney Lee. Definitely jumped in there too, but um, yeah, that was, that was a that was a interesting group of vets. Yeah, those dudes were awesome though. I'm not gonna lie. What about you? And also, like, what makes a great vet? Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't really have like vets like that. Um, uh, core Brewer a little bit. Um. I had Rondo for a year, and I was I love I love Rondo, um, and I wish I had I wish I had Rondo longer when I was like a younger player, just because he he was he was great. You know, me all talking about all the stuff that I maybe do at thirty four, thirty five with a young guy like he did. He watched film with us, Miss um, you know the second unit talked to us. You know, he he kind of brought some of us under his wing, so he was great. Um, JJ Redick. Um, those are kind of like really the the main guys that I had. I was always with like young teams. LA, we were young. New Orleans, we were pretty young. Portland, at that point, I was like year five. So I'm not, you know, I Dame. I love Dame. Dame's one of my, you know, favorite people in the league. Um, and then here, I'm like one of the oldest. So <laughs> I never really had like that's crazy vets like that. Did Corey Brewer teach you how to gamble? Hell no. I stayed away from that, dog. Boo-ray, bro, people lose money. Like, people be, like, hundred thousands. Uh, like, I've heard of dudes losing cars, losing all that, like. Stay away from that. Yeah, I feel that's like you not, guys, that's not my like world, the, bro. The Knicks don't, no one really oh, on the team. They, they did. Do they? I'd stay away they from did. them, though. Yeah. Uh, because there's, <laughs> there's one player on our team who was untrustworthy when it came to playing cards. Like, he would, he would. It was scam. Really? Oh yeah. I like, will call him out every time. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. I would never say his name publicly. For sure. Obi Toppin. But I would never. <laughs> but um. Yeah. Yeah. So I played one time. <laughs> caught a bad vibe, and then I just like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna let y'all play. Yeah. I'm gonna just stay over here and just watch you guys just give Obi money. Exactly. Get it how you can. Yep. And I just playing. I'm just drinking wine, vibing. Watching some type of TV or movies. You bring wine on all the flights. All the flights. Are well, you? I haven't actually brought it lo- lately. But Josh is the type of person that like watch a movie, but then like skip through it. Like ah, I don't feel like watching the Equalizer. <laughs> the Equalizer three. I'm gonna go watch Saving Private Ryan. But I'm gonna start three quarters of the way in and just watch the end. I'm like, what? What? Because it don't know. It all depends. Cause I like I like watching like. 
you know, like, you know, good scenes and good clips that I, you know, whatever. So um, if it's like a hour flight and I know I don't get to watch a whole movie, I'm going to watch like 15 minutes of Equalizer when Denzel was going crazy, killing everybody. You just want a montage. Yeah. And then I'm going to go to you want a highlight reel. Um, the great debaters and watch like the debating in, you know, Harvard. And then I'm going to go to like, there's no correlation either. Like, Mission the new uh top gun, like there's some might be action, some might be historical, some might be whatever, but I'm just like if I don't have time to watch the whole thing, I'm watching just clips or whatever. You might as well just scroll TikTok because they basically do that now. They put like yeah, the but we can't way. we can't stream on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Well, so, one thing that I find weird about Josh, like I don't like Josh has all these movies. Like usually like, you're like you download movies on whatever you're watching or whatever app you're watching, right? Josh will literally like go buy or rent movies from like the Apple Store or whatever, and just like have it there. Like download them on yeah. his device. Like, download so I, just, them. I have like, I have everything on my iPad. I have two hundred episodes of the Office on my what, iPad. What? Uh, how much storage do you have on your iPad? Oh, I got the most. I got the most because it's all like, you know, on the airplane. Like I want to like detach. I want to like, I don't really want to be like on Twitter and all that and like. You know, now it would be a little bit better vibes because obviously we're we're playing really well and we you know went on a couple win streaks and you know vibes are good. Um, you know, so Nick's Twitter is electric. You know, yeah, electric going so crazy. It's Nick's Twitter's not killing them right now. Yeah, uh, they still say my shit broke, which mm, right now it is. <laughs> um, but um, no, the vibe like this is good vibes. But I just want to sometimes I just want to get away and I just want to watch. Whatever. Wanna watch the office. Yeah, just watch the office. I wanna watch stuff that causes my brain to literally do nothing. I do get it though, because on for Team USA Watch film. Yeah, What'd watch film, seriously. Oh, for Team cool. USA you guys had some like really long flights with no Wi Fi. Oh my yeah, god. So you I get why he had to download the the the, the that movies. Like sixteen hour flights, no Wi Fi. Yeah, but that's yeah. not even the worst part. The AC wouldn't turn on until we got mm. in the air. So we're in these hot ass places. In like Malaga, Spain. Yeah. We're in, we were, we're in Vegas. Abu Dhabi or Vegas. Like yeah. the AC would not turn on until we got up in the air. And like mm -mm. when I when I say we were profusely sweating, like it was bad. Yeah. It was to the point where, like, actually, I don't, eh. Abu Dhabi was hot. Abu Dhabi was hot. Were I there any guys on the team that? Maybe you didn't know as well going in, and then you left being very good friends. Like we, and you and Ar got kind AR. of close. Were you friends oh, yeah, before? Yeah, yeah. yeah Ar is my dog. Ar is dope. Anthony Edwards Anthony is the Edwards. funniest person in the league, bro. Anthony he's Edwards is comedy, bro. And it's all love too. Like he's gonna let you know. Like if he likes you, he's gonna let you know. If he doesn't, like he just stays away. That too. He's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh, straight dude, straight like, cool dude. as hell. Um, he also had the biggest um, like entourage with him. At the at Team USA, yeah, I think he had like seven, or like yeah, that many. Huh? Yeah, I, I oh yeah. yeah, it was all that whole trip was a blur. Yeah, it was always good vibes and like everyone on that team was cool though. Yeah, everyone on that team, it wasn't like a bad, un, bad character dude on that team. Like everyone mm -hmm. was obviously we didn't win and that sucked. Yeah, still think about it, but like. Getting to know those guys and understanding like how everyone ticks and how a lot of people kind of put pressure on themselves to mm -hmm. play well. So you're not just thinking it's just you. Like yeah. everyone thinks that way. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a really cool experience. Yeah, it was, the yeah. yeah, good vibes. Good to know everybody. As of right now, I don't like Austin because they just beat us. Um, snapped our little streak. So that's probably the first time. Me saying like I had a good time on the trip, minus the loss because I really, because of the loss, I feel like the trip was terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, when you play on USAB, it's just it's you sort of have to win. You know what I mean? Like it's if you it's, it's expected. It's, it's, it's expected. A, it's expected. Yeah, if you either win, which you're supposed to do, or you don't, and then people obviously are upset. But it's crazy because like people think like like we're we're like we're you know, so much better than, you know, some of these, like, European teams and all that. But, like, one, like, it's, like, we're playing their game. We're playing, you know, their game, their rules, their basketball, their everything. And, like, dog, these dudes, like, you know, they're they're not 
they're not that athletic um but like they're they're strong they're smart they're physical like the game's totally different than the nba yeah. and it's like like you you can talk about like it's just it's night and day i mean the nba you know it's about scoring you know athleticism dunks highlights you know stuff like that over there bro like their execution is, is crazy like people be killing luca because he's like yo sometimes it's harder over there than it is over here after a brief hiatus we're back uh, our next guest mikhail bridges actually walked in a little bit early i don't know if that's like him or unlike him but a little bit early with his dog and so it caused quite a ruckus yep i'm just right now i'm just trying to l listen to hear the ruckus upstairs because i got two dogs i got one doberman and one rot my rot's not very friendly so hopefully he's in the cage so if yes. i hear any going at it i might have to skedaddle <laughs> for brief intermission um, um what we talked we were talking about european basketball right and, and and the fact that it's it's mm -hmm. more tough than guys give it credit for it's for sure um also the talent pool over there is like smaller so i'd imagine everyone that you guys were playing against probably grew up playing together since they were like 10 probably yeah like they have the chemistry but like like i said like the plays that they be running like like dog there, there was one time we played we played the clippers james harden's first game we played the clippers at the garden right t lou no wizard we come with with atos and that he's one of the best ato coaches in the league he had an ato where i and like i just got in the game and i had to call pg and i'm like bro i haven't been i'm cold i'm like i've been sitting for yeah. 30 minutes tell, tell the fans what an ato is um after timeout play right what you run after a timeout so he had he had it was like a down screen for pg catch the ball touch action where he catches the ball throws it right back to russ flies off a a flare screen um and then he has the lob wide open come he he just beat me on this lob then they didn't throw the lob so i kind of like just chill and then he got the down screen for pg coming up you know goes he open on that so he had every option that he drew up he had open and he knocked down a three so that's like ato for them that's like a regular play on every, so it's like they have so many actions like bro you're just gonna get tired of guarding it you're not gonna guard three down screens two flares a ball screen here you know split action there like bro there you got to be so disciplined defensively to to win over there obviously you've had success you know and in FIBA you know winning a gold medal when you play but like bro it's it's way it's harder different. people it's Night and day different. What, day. what year did you, when were you on FIBA? Going to my freshman year of college. Oh, wow. So it's a, it was a while ago. U19s, yeah. Who was on mm -hmm. that team with you? It was myself, Jason Tatum, Harry Giles, Alonzo Trier. Um, Alonzo Trier was cold. Why am I blanking out? LJ Peak. No, LJ Peak. Wow. Um, I'm blanking though. Juwan Evans. Damn. Some throwback names for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was uh it was really cool. It was a really cool experience. Tough though. It. Yeah, for sure. Where was that? Greece. Ooh. Yeah, beautiful place. That's awesome. Beautiful place. That's awesome. So JB, obviously, surprise we're about what, fifty minutes in the episode and we have only barely acknowledged the the major accomplishment that uh that our friend here is, has uh, achieved. But first of all, formal congratulations. Second of all, how do you how do you feel? Like, can you describe it? Um, I'll say that it's uh, it was a really cool feeling. Um, it's one of those things that you work really hard for, and then once it actually uh, once it actually happens, you don't really know how to react. So obviously, like everyone saw like the post game interview, I got a little emotional, but um. It's uh thinking about it now. I'm just I'm just I'm excited that I can kind of go back and tell people, tell kids when I go back to the, like camps and throughout my foundation, say hey, like if you put your mind to something, like you work really hard and you truly believe, and the people around you truly believe in you, like you can achieve anything you want. So, and I think that sits well with me because I'm not. A person who's like six seven, 
who's blazing speed, who's super athletic, who's like a a person that she would go in a lot for a lottery pick. Mm-hmm. Like average size human, I'm one of the smallest people on the court almost at all times. Um so I can say I can probably associate with like kids and like younger people who may not have like those abilities that they that they can't control. But I can teach and help kids learn how to kind of use the stuff that you do have and then make it how you want to make it. I don't know if that makes sense For to sure. you. But basically I want kids to understand that like, whatever you do, like you work at what you work at, um, you can literally do whatever you want. And so that being on my mind the past couple of days, that's what's really resonated with me. But obviously, I'm excited. This is an opportunity that I've been dying for. And so yeah. um, hopefully, it's not my last. I'll say that. For sure. You proud of him? I was happy for him. Obviously, you know, I've seen the work since since college. And obviously, there was so much before then. Um it's cool now you see like little little videos and all that for with him and Rick when he was a kid. But um I've seen the work and uh it's cool for it to actually you know, for him to get here. Obviously, you know, as a kid you always dream of being an all star. Dream of being in the NBA, dream of being an all star. So he, he he's got to that. So that's that's dope. And obviously, you know, Juju got, got his and I was actually I was really happy for Juju because I thought you know, if he just got injured, I was like, I was like, oh, they're not gonna, they're not gonna vote him in because the injury is not gonna play. But I was, I was happy with that man because, you know, the the work that they, you know, both of them put in, mm-hmm. in the gym, you know, all hours, um, you know, they're they're the they're the head of the snake. So it's been dope just to see the progression of him, obviously, and and, and how Jews played this year. So it's. You know, it's it's going well. Yeah, going back to when you first met Jalen, if you had, had like a crystal ball and you looked into it, you're like you're playing with the NBA All Star. What would you have said? Um, honestly, I thought Jalen would have been a, I, and people told I asked me before they're like, what do you think of him? I'm like he's going to be a solid ten, twelve year, you know, PG who's going to be. You know, he can start, come off the bench, um, but someone who's going to just be, be solid, and, and like that's what I, you know, that's what I, you know, I saw. That's what I thought, and I think you know, which at the time is also an amazing compliment. Yeah, it's all. I mean, you can make a, a, a good living, um, a good career doing doing you know playing like that. But I don't think anybody but him and Rick really saw like, you know, what what he could be and um you know the f- the first you know real um you know taste that p- people got of him um was uh <laughs> the the playoffs when Luka got hurt I think yeah, he was like 33 against um um Utah uh and that was like when people really got to see that and then that's why I was like okay he's you know always he played well this whole this whole year but like he's he's ready to 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 run a team and um you know it's been cool you know now that he he got the keys you know he's you know he, he's rocking out that's for sure what's it like what's it been like for you and your dad Jalen obviously played in the league and was so instrumental in your like development but how how is it also he's on the bench now which is obviously crazy like what what does that look like for you guys it's been great. I'll say that he holds me accountable every single day, which can be a pro and a con. Yeah. Um, but uh, for my career and for everything I do basketball-wise, it's definitely a pro. Um, never, sa- I'm never satisfied. I'm always looking to get better every single time I'm on the court. And so having him right there, just knowing that he's going to push me, he's going to tell me right from wrong, um, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's great knowing that I have such great relationships with my teammates and I, and they see that and they want to be told the same thing. They just be real. 
and then he is 100% real all the time. He's going to tell you how he feels, tell you what he thinks is right and wrong, and you can either listen or you can just say, yo, I don't want to hear it. He'd be like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, with me, he's been great, and uh, I never thought it would something like this could happen. It's like so. straight out of a movie. Yeah. It's yeah. like storybook type shit. 100%. Crazy. Yeah. Next, next, hopefully, is... No, actually, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to jinx you. I but know. I guess that's the the first episode. Episode one in the bus. Shook the rust off. Yeah, shook the rust off. The intro, man. I hope, uh, you know, you guys um, got to see a little bit of um, us, um, why we wanted to start this podcast. Um, you know, first one's always, always interesting. It's always fun because obviously trying to intro everything, but um gonna have some fun conversations some fun guests and it's gonna be a blast it's something that you know you guys are gonna see a different side of us and um you know hopefully you guys like it and want to rock with us during this journey so appreciate y'all for tuning in and make sure y'all tune into the next one